I'm Robin Birkin and welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast, a place for women struggling to conceive to find emotional support, conception advice and real talk. To me, being a warrior means true glory is in rising every time we fall, having the courage to be afraid and being ready for whatever challenges cross our path. So welcome warrior, you're on your way. I promise to support and guide you on every single episode. Let's begin. Hi, and welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast. Thank you for being here and thank you for subscribing to the podcast as well. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, can I tell you that it's a pretty cool thing to do because then what happens is usually you get like a little notification when a new episode drops. However, you can quite reliably expect that a podcast will always drop once a week on, for me in Australia, it's a Wednesday morning. If you're in the US, then it's usually probably a Tuesday night. Today on the podcast, we are going to talk about how to tell friends and family that you are either trying for a baby, going through IVF treatments, or whatever stage you are at that you have decided that it's time to let people know about your fertility journey. If you go right back to the archives of the Fertility Warriors podcast, it was like a quick 10-minute episode and it probably needs to be redone, but all about talking about whether or not you should tell people about your infertility. And I talk a little bit about my experience and my thoughts, but the Cliff Notes version is that I do think that you should tell people. For such a long time, we didn't tell a single soul and So many people have commented on the same thing, but the minute that you actually do tell people, it's like a weight is lifted off your shoulders. Like it just feels so much lighter to not have to carry around this weight. And it just makes everything so much easier when everybody knows what's up. Like it It's so much easier to say, actually, I don't want to go out to dinner tonight. I'm feeling so low from infertility. Or actually, this isn't going to work because fertility. It depends on what your workplace is like, but I feel like it telling my workplace as well made things easier. We have a great podcast as well with Jenny Palumbo, where she talks about workplaces and how to navigate workplaces and insurance and all that kind of stuff. So you've decided that you are going to tell people about what's up. If you want to go to robinburkin.com slash library, you'll get access to this big library of information that I have. And in that is a PDF, it's free by the way, in that is a PDF ebook that you can always send to people. And in that ebook is like a little letter that says, I'm letting you know that this is what's happening. Here's a little bit of information about infertility. So it just has like infertility statistics and things like that what to say to people, what not to say to people, gifts you can buy. And if you have like a PDF editor, you can always edit in and out pages from that. That might be a helpful guide. But my number one piece of advice, which I don't even think that anybody else out there would tell you this, and that is my recommendation is to send to whoever it is in your community an email. So I don't recommend sending a Facebook Um, You can probably maybe send a Facebook message individually to people. However, I would recommend sending an email to people. I think it's a little bit too 
open to send out like a Facebook message to the world, but to the like close circle of people who you want to let know, I recommend sending an email. It just adds that next level of formality to it. And I think it gives you the opportunity to tell people how you wish to be treated. I had a friend whose husband was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma once and she sent an email. And can I tell you, my response when she sent out that email was all respect to you. And she just explained what had happened. This is what's happened. This is what you can do to help. Please do this. Please don't do this. And you know what? Just think about some of the situations that you have been in recently and what has been helpful and what hasn't been helpful. And one of the best things that you can do is tell people what to do or say, because that sometimes they don't know. And it's like, I know that we don't, you know, we shouldn't have to think about other people, but sometimes telling people what they should do in this circumstance is actually really helpful. This is what I'd like. Being able to clearly articulate to people what is helpful and what is not is actually going to serve you later on in like motherhood, for example, when it comes time to like, can we visit the baby? Yes, you can visit the baby, but this is when. And having those strong boundaries can really serve you well. And you can talk about how you personally feel. Is this something you want to talk about with people? Do you want them to come and ask you questions? How open do you want to be with your cycles? When we were on our fertility journey, we opened up to everyone. And what that opened up was a lot of questions about asking me questions like, what is IVF? What happens now? Oh, so what? You had a blood test? Why do you have blood tests? And you may feel perfectly comfortable educating people, but you also may not feel comfortable educating people. I had then had people always asking me where I was at on my journey. And then I would say, oh, we're in the middle of an IVF cycle. And they'd say, well, when do you get the results? So you may or may not feel comfortable telling people when you would have results. You And for me, uh, the first time I let people know, like kind of not thinking through the next step that on the day that I was going to receive the results, every man and his dog would then be messaging me saying, have you had your results yet? Like, you know, when you just get bombarded sometimes on your birthday with Facebook messages because people are seen on Facebook that it's your birthday, it was kind of that thing that I just all of a sudden was bombarded on the day that I was supposed to have my results, super overwhelming. So sometimes it can be helpful to say to people either, I don't wish to discuss the specifics of it with you or anyone, but just to let you know, I will keep you posted with how you are going. And like the more honest and just upfront that you can be with people, the better. You might want to say to people, look, it might be negative, it might be positive, but with either result, it's probably not something that I'd want to share immediately. So if it's okay with you, I'd really prefer to, to just, you know, roll with that punches, but just let you know, you know, we're in the thick of treatments and we're trying and we're getting there. So we'll see how we go. And you are absolutely entitled. I don't even care if you have like 25,000 followers on Instagram. And I was talking to one of my dear infertility friends the other day. I firmly believe that you are entitled to have a little bit of privacy on your journey and that sometimes it's okay to be open and upfront and say, do you know what? 
this journey is a little bit harder than I thought it was and I need to work through some things in my own mind and I would therefore like to just keep like keep a little bit of this to myself uh, and you'll see there's a famous influencer lady who talks a lot about mindset and like life coaching and motivation and achieve your dreams. She's going through a divorce right now. So she hasn't had infertility issues, but she's going through a divorce. And she said, I'm so public with my life. However, I just need a little bit of time to process this on my own. And just being upfront and letting people know what to expect, letting them know what is okay to ask you and what is not okay is a really positive thing, I think, to do. And know that the moment that you tell people, just in the same way that when people ask you the wrong <laughs> the wrong questions before they know, like, do you have any kids? That people will then ask you the wrong questions too if you don't school them on what to say. But I think it's really helpful to keep in mind that people have your best interests at heart always. And sometimes people are asking questions because they're just trying to understand and they don't understand. Sometimes people are giving you advice because they want for you to be pregnant just as much as you want to be pregnant as well. And coming from that perspective of, I guess, receiving love rather than so often feeling triggered by the things that they're saying can help you cope on that journey. But being upfront with people. So when people are saying to you, oh, do you have kids? You can always say something like, no, but we're working on it. And sometimes like, I love comments when often it shuts people down. And I love being open and honest with people when they ask you, like, let's say, no, but we're working on it. Uh, And then most people will get the hint that it's not something to discuss anymore. Some people will continue to ask questions and you can always say, oh, I'm so sorry that like, It's not something that I wish to discuss right now. Don't worry, though. I'm hoping that we fall pregnant. And when we do, you'll definitely find out. (laughs) Um, People get almost like that FOMO that they need to know, like every single step, right? So, you know, 100% sending an email can be this kind of, it's almost official, like it's telling people you're in my circle. This is an important piece of information that I want for you to know. But it just gives that opportunity, it gives that, first of all, that opportunity for you to let people know when they're in a safe environment. They can look at it at a step back. They may be, you know, like out at a restaurant or something like that, but they can say, okay, that's important. I'll park that, look at it later. It gives you the opportunity, though, to write the email, sit on it for 48 hours and then see how you feel, if there's anything you want to add, if there's anything you want to change. We can often be in our emotional brains when we're writing things like this. Our rational brain and our emotional brain, like the left and the right side, they don't do well at being switched on at the same time. There are some small circumstances when they kind of do switch on at the same time. But for the most part, when we're in our emotions, we're not in logic. And when we're typing something like that, it can make us highly emotional. So sometimes it can be great for us to write it, then come back to it in 48 hours when we've had time for it to soak in. Sometimes, you know, when we're in emotions, like I don't know about you, but do you ever sometimes just get fired up and you fire off these long essays to your husband or your wife in Messenger? 
and that like you they're just really long essays because you've got it yourselves into like a fight or something like that and then the next day though it's all kind of simmered over and that's this whole thing between emotional brain rational brain we've had time for when we're triggered sometimes we've got this big fire of emotions and we just can't see things if you send people an email rather than talking to people in person they can't ambush you with questions you have the opportunity to say everything that you want to say to them it's formal enough you can school them on what to say what not to say and it just gives you enough distance to enable both parties to kind of process everything and talk about things properly like i've just said i definitely recommend waiting as well because the only thing that i would say about putting it in writing is you obviously can't see someone's facial expressions. You can't hear someone's tone on an email. So you need that time to be able to come back, like enough of a break to write it, then come back and then just check it for the tone. How are you sounding? Are you sounding empowered? Is there anything that people could mistake for, I guess, like rudeness or anything? Is there anything that seems ambiguous? That is what I would be checking as well. Like just sometimes overriding things don't come across quite the way we intend to send them. So in having that spacer, you have the opportunity to do that. If you are deciding to tell people in person, I always recommend, and even, you know, like when you fall pregnant, you might have friends who are still going through their fertility journey. And it's the same thing applies in my opinion. Don't ambush people. Like just never ambush people with important information. Make sure that there's a time that's a really calm and neutral time and place. Don't go into public, you know, go to their house or something like that and just blurt it out. Five, four, three, two, one. I just need to let you know that we are struggling with infertility right now. It's been really hard, you know, however you, however you want, what do you need to tell them about your journey? Look, to be honest, it's been really hard. It's a fucking juggle at work. You may be wondering why we haven't conceived yet. What's going on with our journey? I know that I told you when we had been trying for a little while. And so you're probably wondering what the F is going on. We found ourselves at a fertility clinic. It is a whirlwind. Can I tell you? This is what I want to discuss. This is what I don't want to discuss. The most helpful thing that you can help me with right now is whatever that feels like to you is I just need a friend who I can sometimes go out for coffee with who won't talk about children, for example. I Right now, the thing that would be most helpful to me is if I could have a a little bit of a space and to say to them, like, it just sometimes overwhelms me and I want to let you know that it's not anything at all to do with the love that I feel for you and our friendship. But for me right now, I'm just struggling to protect my energy. This is really emotionally draining for me. And some days it feels like everywhere I go, there's children and your children are absolutely beautiful. Um, But sometimes like I just feel like I get feelings that I'm not necessarily proud of. I'm told many times over are normal and understandable that sometimes I might feel like I just need a little bit of space uh, from you so that I can just recoup my energy and prioritize myself a little bit. And I know that you're such a great friend that you would understand. So just, you know, five, four, three, two, one, just dive in and say what you want to say. 
say it in the most beautiful and respectful and loving way and trust that true friends and family will understand. Trust and know, you know, like my dad was always like, well, you're just going to adopt, won't you? (laughs) Trust, know that they're always going to say the wrong thing, but that they mean it with out of love and know that they are wanting the best for you and that the energy that they're sending you is this positive energy and full of love. So that is what I recommend. As I said before, if you go to robinburkin.com slash library, you can actually just get the sign up link to join this library that I have of a whole bunch of stuff. There's like PDFs. There's a couple of eBooks in there, actually. There's a meditation. There's some cheat sheets, all sorts of stuff. And it's all free. And you can jump in there. You can download this eBook, copy and paste bits that you might think would be helpful if you are sending that email or even get some pointers for what you might say in person. As I said, there's a letter on the very first page. But when it comes to how to let your friends and family know that infertility is a part of your life, those are my tips. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I will speak to you next week. Oh, Nelly, don't go anywhere just yet. I need to tell you about a few more things before you go. The first one is that if you haven't signed up to my Ultimate Fertility Library, then you're missing out. I have a library of resources just for you and you can get access at robinburkin.com slash library. There are cheat sheets, ebooks, meditations, affirmations, and so much more, and it's all free. Head to robinburkin.com slash library to get access today. And lastly, warrior, I'm not a doctor or a dietitian or a financial advisor. I'm me. And this information is for information and inspirational purposes only, based on my own experiences. So please don't substitute the information in this podcast for professional healthcare, financial or other advice. Always consult your own professionals first. And know that in the world of trying to conceive, there are no guaranteed pregnancy or other outcomes. If you'd like to know more about my terms and conditions, head to my website at robinburkin.com. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you next week.